Hey everybody, what's going on? I'd like to welcome y'all to the fourth episode of Opposites Attract. Opposites Attract. Opposites Attract. My name is Luca Wolf and I'm joined by my beautiful co-host, partner, and girlfriend, Jenna Lynn. Jenna Lynn, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing great. I, I, I'm very excited for this episode. I think we both are. This episode's going to be about our experiences on the very first season of World of Dance. World of Dance, World of Dance, World of Dance, World of Dance. World of Dance. Well, it is a it is a jam packed episode. We got a bunch of different stories with uh, our first interactions with the likes of Late Twins and Keone Amari and Fiction. What was it like to be on the big screen? To talk to J Lo? To talk to Jenna Dewan? How how did we even get to World of Dance? What was our process? Did we audition? Did we not? There's so many stories we're going to get into. But first, whoa, let's drop that track. Oh, what what what? Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Luca. And I'm Jenelyn. And it's Opposites Attract. Opposites Attract. Man, we chillin' in the back. Chillin', chillin', chillin'. We do sides of a coin from a pop, but we join. When we come together, man, you know our hearts are attached. It's an Opposites Attract. Opposites Attract. We just chillin' in the back. Chillin', chillin', chillin'. We do sides of a coin from a pop, but we join. When we come together, man, you know our hearts are attached. It's Opposites Attract. Opposites Attract. Man, we chillin' in the back. Chillin', chillin', chillin'. We do sides of a coin from a pop, but we join. When we come together, man, you know our hearts are attached and opposites attract and yes this is opposites attract again my name's luke i'm joined with my beautiful co-host jenna lynn and we're just gonna pick it up straight from the beginning we got our fans who uh sent in some questions here and the first question we're gonna address is where were oh this is funny but where were luke and jenna lynn right before season one so i think they mean career-wise and what were y'all doing oh. okay Okay. Well, there we go. Well, let's take it from there. So we did, I think we just turned pro and people ask, why did you guys turn pro so early? Well, we did the whole amateur circuit in the ballroom cabaret worlds and we were relatively successful. I mean, we won the world championships. We did win North American and Canadian. So we invested a lot of time and money and energy into it. And, and for us, it almost felt like a waste of time to kind of do the whole circuit again as amateurs because we didn't really have much to gain, you know. So, so we decided to turn pro. This is right before World of Dance started. And we're on our way to go to vacation. Um, it's the summertime. We've done the, you know, amateur circuit. And the biggest ballroom competition in the world and the most prestigious one is called the Blackpool Dance Festival. It takes place in England. And essentially to compete in that, to compete in that competition, you need to be invited by a committee of dance executives that select these individuals to go and compete. Well, they selected these individuals. Obviously, we just turned pro like three months ago, so we weren't selected. But when the spot opened up because of uh, something that occurred, we were called essentially with 48 hours of notice to U-turn from our way to vacation, go back into the studio, practice, 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 get something that's relatively ready and fly out to England. Yeah, it and, was uh, so last minute, right? Because we had to fly out and then compete, right? Um, but that that was actually one of the most prestigious competitions in the ballroom community. Like that's what every ballroom dancer strives to strives to go to. It's a hundred and twenty year old competition, right? It's a hundred and twenty year old competition, and we basically, you know, we were fortunate enough, obviously, kind of a little bit. And you'll see the more you know about us, but we're kind of just always ready to take advantage of whatever opportunity comes our way. And, and it just so happened that that spot opened up and we said yes right away. And we went there. And, uh, you know, with not a lot of preparation time, we ended up placing in the top six. 
which was amazing. I mean, for us, we were out of, you know, we were representing Canada. We were thrilled. We ended up beating our previous coaches on that stage. Again, something we were very happy for. We were, you know, we were kind of feeling good that, hey, you know, we just turned pro three weeks, three months ago or something along those lines. We just came back from a good competition in Shanghai and now we're placed top six in the world. So we were in a pretty good spot in the ballroom community, had a bit of notoriety before that. But then Jenna, something really special happened. Your mom sent in the audition video to well, yeah, World of Dance, happened? right? Yeah, but what happened was she actually saw uh, an ad on Facebook for World of Dance auditions and this new season that was coming out, this new television show with J-Lo, uh, Derek Huff, and, and Mio. And she was like, hey, you guys would actually do fairly well on this. Like, I think you guys should audition. And, and we were just like, you know what? Like, I don't really think that we have a shot. Like, it's a reality TV show. We've never done one of those before. And from there, we got a call back. Yeah. And that leads us to the next question that we have, which is, did you guys go through the full audition video? And Jenna, give me a one word answer. Did we go through the full audition process? Yes, we went through we did. the whole process. Beginning well, actually, we, well, we almost didn't go to the, through the whole process. And we almost didn't go to New York because, again, you have to understand, we didn't really make a lot of money doing these competitions. We were just trying to get our accolades up. So financially, we weren't, we weren't in the best of situations to make our way to New York or make our way to the U.S. to go and audition in person. So we were very, very close to missing and not doing the New York audition or the New York callback because we just didn't, you know, we didn't think we could actually pay our way there. Somehow we were able to to scalvage, you know, the ability to make it there, you know, through family and friends and whatever else. And we were able to make our way there. Uh, and what we had to do for that is, you know, we literally had to go through the whole process. So we had to come up with two routines that, you know, they would have agreed that, you know, if maybe we could use them on the show. And, uh, you know, the two routines we came up with were, you don't know me, whichever one saw on the show. And the other one was slip. And slip is actually a routine that no one has seen, but that was our favorite. That was our favorite piece yeah, going in. I love that routine so much. And then we did. So we went there. We made our way to New York, and we waited around there, and you know, did the whole process, the whole lineup, and whatever. And then we had our shot thing. And what was what was crazy about it was we had to do because they had they had two side cameras, they had a far back camera, and they obviously were going to review all the footage they got. So we had to do both routines back to back but not only that we had to do them twice and you know if you people know anything about our routines there's kind of just us two on the stage so eyes are on us from the second we walk on to the second we walk off the stage so we have to go 110 percent the whole way through so so for us it was definitely uh it was definitely tough doing four yeah, routines back tiring. to back to back yeah that was definitely a tiring experience and because we didn't really have a break in between the back-to-back -back routines, it was ugh, like we had to act like we weren't <laughs> tired, but in, like on the inside, you were like, oh my God. Well, <laughs> maybe you did a better job than I did. I was dead. Like once that third routine, because we did slip, you, no, we did, you don't know me, slip, you don't own me. And then we had to do slip again and I was, I was heaving, but we did it. We did all, I'm sure some were better yeah. than the other, but we did them all. And it was funny. Our biggest reaction wasn't even for you don't know me. It was for slip. When we did that slip routine, that's when we got a standing ovation. That's when the Napoleons and the Tabithas of the world and whoever else were there, those big producers, got up and were like, wow, that was amazing and gave us a standing O. And the funny thing is we, we never ended up showing slip on the show. Yeah, but we actually, so many funny thing is that right after we did those four routines back to back to back to back, after, as soon as we exited the room, 
somebody like a producer just came up to us and then they were like okay you guys ready for your interviews and we're like oh my god we need oxygen we literally walked out of that thing and we closed the door and we both collapsed and i'll never forget that feeling because there first off there's a lot of pressure right like you you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself to execute it then you have to do it four times which i don't think we knew we would have to do and we still don't want to look like we're scrubs over here that can't can't actually dance it so we had to put our best faces on that door closed, we collapsed. And as we collapsed, the producer comes up and says, all right, we're ready for you guys in the interview room. And I look like I just took two showers. Gentleman's grasping for oxygen. It was, it was, it was a hilarious sight. But we anyway, you know, we told them like, hey, if you could give us like, you know, like two minutes to, to get our lives back together, you know, we'll do it. But so we did that process and, and it went well. But to answer the question again was we really did go through the full, full audition process from A to Z. We were almost missed it. We almost didn't go for financial reasons, but somehow we made our way there. We did the auditions and we danced. We got a great reaction and, and, and then we made our way back to Toronto somehow. And uh, I think we both really thought that was it. Yeah. Like we just thought that, hey, we, we did what we could. We impressed people. And now we get to go back home, relax, and then just... You know, that's it. Continue on. <laughs> Continue on in the ballroom world because we didn't think they would call us back again. You know, we knew, you know, there were some big names there and, 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 and there was already rumors swirling about, you know, the names that are going to be there and, and whatever the case may be. And, and, and again, you know, I'll touch on this later, but I didn't really know too much about anyone. But Jenna was more in the loop about, you know, who, who's coming or whatever the case may be. And, and again, you know, we, weren't, we, we didn't exactly know what was going to happen. We thought nothing was going to happen. And fortunately... We were dead wrong. We were super wrong because we got a call back saying, hey, you know, we loved your auditions. We loved your, you know, your interviews. And uh, if you guys agree and sign all these contracts, you guys got a spot uh, in, the, uh, in the first round of NBC's Roll of Dance. And we signed the contracts, flew out to L.A., and we had no idea how long we were going to stay there. We had no idea if we were going to get kicked down the first round, if, if we were even going to, you know, make any airtime. We had no clue what was going to happen. But uh, one thing I can say for sure is uh, we came in there with very, very different perspectives on what was going to happen. So yeah. to answer your question, we went through the whole audition process. Now, there's another question we had, which was, which was uh, you know, how was it like going through to LA for the first round and meeting everyone? Well, that's, <laughs> that's, that, this, is, this is actually probably your favorite question because this, this is hilarious. We basically, we got a story uh, for each of the people who made it to the top three in our division so with us so there's late twins keone mari fiction and us we ended up being you know the top people of the uppers division and uh, we got a funny story i don't know which one's worse or funnier from the other one but we're going to walk through them um but how was it like going to la for the first round jenna how was it like going to la for the first round for you uh for me going to la for the first round i was really nervous because i was familiar with some people's work like Lay Twins and Fiction, like I've seen them. Uh, I, I was just really nervous meeting them. And I was, I was really nervous about fangirling. And then just looking like this huge fangirl and just embarrassing myself. But um, other than that, like I was just super excited to just get to know these people. Hopefully talk to them, get some advice and just learn from them. Well, see, this is, this is where opposites attract becomes very obvious because as gentlemen knew everything about everyone i really had no clue about anyone uh maybe i've seen a couple of videos i, I really to be honest with you guys 
I really didn't know much about Lay Twins or Keone Amari or Fiction. You know, I knew they were talented dancers and I could tell that, but my focus was what do we have to do? What's our job? And how am I going to keep Gentlemen Alive on national TV? That, that was what was occupying my brain. So I didn't really worry too much about all the other people. And, uh, you know, we're going to talk in a little bit about how we met everybody. So, you know, we go into L.A., you know, we just come into L.A., we got all our bags, you know, we're prepared to stay here for however long it's going to take because in season one, you weren't flying in and out of the country. You flew in, you stayed in a hotel with everybody until you got kicked off the show and then you would leave and everybody else would stay. So you could stay there for a week or you could stay there for two months. And and uh, we came in there and basically, you know, we'll touch on the first story of how did we meet everyone? That's the question. Well, how did we meet everyone? Well, we when we came in there, I was very firm that I really didn't want to talk to anybody, not one dancer, until they saw who we were. Because everyone knew who everyone else were. Like, I know late twins knew who fiction were. Like, you could tell everyone was already knowing who everyone was. And then there was these, like, two really young people in the corner who nobody knew about. And, 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 uh, and I didn't want to just kind of break the ice verbally. I wanted everyone to know what we do first. And then we can chat up later. So we sit and wait, sit and wait, sit and wait, sit and wait. Good part is all the uppers are in one room. So the uppers are in one room. Teams are in the other room. You know, uh, juniors are in the other room. So we're with all the uppers. And, and, and what, what we're doing is everyone's marking their choreography. Everyone can watch. You know, everyone's paying attention, but everyone's kind of marking their choreography. So that was like, all right, great. Let's, this is our time. When we get our chance, whenever that happens, let's nail this and knock this out of the water. At that time, we're scheduled to do You Don't Know Me First, so that's what we're rehearsing. And we got it at a reasonably good level, so we're waiting, we're waiting, we're waiting. And, you know, I don't know if they called our name or we just thought it was a good idea, but, you know, I see Lake Twins in the, you know, on one end, I see Keone Imari, I see Fiction. I know kind of like, okay, this is a good time to get in. Everyone's kind of watching what's happening next. They call our name, we go up, they say, hey, you guys, we just want to see the outline of your choreo. You guys can mark it, no problem. And uh, Jenna says, apparently, I turned over to her and said, uh, we're going full out. And, and basically, so, yeah, you whispered to me and you were just like, Jenna, like, no, 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 we're not, we're not marking anything. Like, just, just kill it. Just go full out. <laughs> there, was, there was no way we we're going to mark that because, again, then I'm back in the same position. Nobody knows what I'm going to do. How am I going to start this conversation? So we say, no, nah, we're going to go full out. They're like, all right, cool, great. And we, we basically danced it the same way we ended up dancing it on the final, on the final taping episode. Like, we went all out. And uh, we, I, I thought we did a very good job. And, you know, because of the dynamics of what we do, and I guess it's different and maybe some people didn't see it, you know, people were really like looking at it halfway through when Gentleman was flipping around and doing all the crazy stuff. And uh, by the time we finished it, you know, uh, we look over to our right and both of Lay Twins are standing up and they're giving us a standing ovation. Yeah, and it was a pretty cool it, feeling. It was a crazy feeling. And again, you know, at that time, I knew a bit about them. I knew that they were probably the biggest name here, but I didn't really know that much. And, and it was just a great way to start that conversation because they already just showed us a level of respect uh, that, you know, we haven't really seen anybody show anybody at that time because it was so early. And we kind of walked over, we shook their hands and, and you know, they gave us some great feedback, some great comments that, you know, they can disclose if they want to. Um, and we There's just started just a talking. There's respect between both parties, I feel, which was really yeah. cool to start off a friendship or a relationship that way. Um, it was. Rather than it, like, oh my God, hi, I'm a huge fan. Let's get to know each other. Exactly. Because then, then you just, you know I mean? You've already created that barrier. Whereas, and for me, you know, not that I wasn't a huge fan, but I really didn't know much about him. So when we were talking, you know, I was straight up like, hey, like, who are you guys? Where are you from? 
Like, what do you do? How did you get to World of Dance? Like, it was a straight up, like, oh, and this you guy. genuinely didn't really know who they were. So you had to ask those questions. Like, even though I sort of knew the answer to some of those questions, like, I I, I was just dying inside because I was just fangirling <laughs> so hard. But uh, that's okay. I composed myself and I was professional about the way that we approached them. And, you know, it ended up working out. So. Well, we would just approach them like, you know, like my, my whole idea is because I knew what they could do in my head. And this maybe gave me the confidence, but I was like, there's no way I can do what you guys do. No way. Like not even as a jokes joke, but there's also no way y'all can do what I can do and what Jenna can do. So it was kind of like, it was cool because we were from two different sides of the coin and we just came together and it was really, it was just respect and love the whole way through. And I wanted to learn from them. Now, now don't get it twisted. We learned a lot from late twins like that conversation because i was so honest and genuine and, and and you know they they're from paris you know and i speak french and you know we both love basketball and i feel like also there was a lot of energy because everyone's kind of looking up to late twins whereas like we were kind of just cool with late twins so it was a it was a nice dynamic there and and we just became very very good friends from the get-go and again it all started by us waiting waiting and once our opportunity came we knocked that routine right out of the water and, 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 and tried to show, you know, who we were and what we stand for. And, and they were awesome. I mean, they took us under their wing, showed us the ropes. We, I, I learned more about musicality in one hour with, uh, with, with Laurent and Larry than, than, you know, I did in my whole life before that, you know, no disrespect to the great individuals, uh, you know, that I worked with before, but, uh, you know, they, they are unbelievable, intelligent, soulful beings. Uh, and we were very lucky very lucky to be able to get to know them the way we did and, yeah and i think um, the reason why that we got like the reason why we got so close with them was because we all like had this one uppers division of us five i guess because as it got closer to the end um the the group you know became smaller but um even when it was all the uppers competitors in the one division we still had those days that we all had to go in we all had to wait in the same waiting room we all had to just wait for b-roll do our interviews and then like we were all going through the same thing and we were all going through it at the same time so i just feel like we we just got close and we just were able to get to know each other a lot because we had so much time on our hands waiting around with one another. Yeah, yeah with one another so much time with one another and we were we were really rooting for each other we really wanted everyone to do well you know there's the the, the shot you know in season one where late twins killed their audition i gave them the biggest hug or whatever the case may be like you know it was just that type of an atmosphere and it started from late twins and and and, and it was with everyone so they were amazing we have nothing but great things to talk about with them uh they're a huge huge help to us still this day uh and you know whether it was playing basketball with them whether it was chilling with them whether it was like basically living with laurent for you know, a couple of months, like it was, uh, you know, uh, it, it was great. And, and learning from both Larry and Laurent in different ways, it was, it was amazing. So that's how we met him. We met him by not talking to him and showing them who we are and what we represent. And then we kind of segued into a mutual respect, you know, filled conversation. So that was our, that was our way we met Laurent and Larry of late twins. Fiction was somewhat similar. Um, but fiction was just freestyling. Like fiction all the time, no matter what the song was, this man works and he's freestyling. He's working on his technicality, working on his rhythm, working on his isolations. And there was yeah. just one moment. Yeah, go, go. No, I was going to say that even during all that time that we had like between um, uh, interviews and, and performances and stuff, we had those, those big breaks, right? And oh, yeah. during lunchtime and just during breaks that we would have, we would either be 
dance battling or playing video games or just talking or eating snacks out of the um the the, the snack room <laughs> honestly no it was it was really cool but again everybody was in it together so like one person's doing b-roll the rest of us are just sitting there chilling right so we're playing cards so we're good but early on again i didn't really know who fiction was or i thought until this man just busts out this freestyle and he does the move and he does the one that he did in the chains hang low video where he just drops to his knees and pops up on the ding. And all of our big time dance fans will know exactly what I'm talking about. And he did that in a free stop, popped it out. And in that moment, I literally yelled from across the room, like, you are Mr. Chains Hanglo. Like that, I know who you are. And again, another cool way to break the ice because I, you know what I mean? I'm already giving my respect on my end. He's already seen what we bring to the table and we just hit it off from there. And, and, and again, fiction was awesome, whether it's playing video games, whether you know what I mean? It, it, and we, we would play video games all the time, whether it's playing cards. He's just such a talented individual and he's just such a good person. Like he's a good energy to have. And, uh, and, and we loved every second. We, we've chilled the fiction time and time again. Um, this man's awesome. This man's awesome. I don't know if there's anything else you want to say, Jenna, but, but fiction's Oh yeah. Awesome. Fiction was an incredible person. Like both fiction and lay twins they are both very inspirational human beings uh and they were so passionate about dance and they just both had their own perspective on on how they got into dance and what dance did for their lives and i think that and, was really cool too to and they were hella competitive i'm sorry to oh, cut yeah. you off but they were so competitive so whether okay. it's video games whether it's cards whether it's battle like they were ready to go at it and give fit credit you know fiction would not back down but late twins you know again because again they're in the same style of dance similarly you know i mean they're still you know obviously they have their own different ways of expressing themselves but they're more similar than we are to them right so with us we were just kind of you know almost playing different sports whereas they were similar sports so it was very competitive and it was a lot of fun to watch them to learn from them and and, and just to be there and hang out with them so so that's how we met late twins that's how we met fiction in the first season uh and in the first first time and again for us you know as we were going in you know it was crazy because we just walk and you live on a tv set it's not like that anymore it's not like that anymore. Now, you know, in season two and in other seasons, you fly in and out. You know, everyone's kind of separate. It's kind of like this, you know, you go in, you do your thing. But in that season, maybe because it was the first one, you know, they just, we just, we were all together. So it was like, uh, the only thing I could explain to you is like, imagine you're going on, on like this dance camp. Like, I don't even know how to explain. Like, you're literally not home. You live with these people. You live with the, you know, the only thing that, 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 that was a downside was because we were just with the uppers division, you know, we really didn't get to get too close to the other groups until we made it to that top five. And there was only like 15 acts in the whole show. Yeah, left. So and then on show day we, was the only time that we actually got to like see Jabwaki, see super crew. We got to like um, sit down and do the B roll of watching their performances backstage. Like that was the only time so cool. that we actually got to see them. They were so cool. And they gave us mad, like everyone gave us mad respect on the show, which was crazy, like from the get go. So you know, again, you know, one thing for us was we just really wanted to just put your best foot forward, be nice to people, but also show what you got. You know what I mean? Don't come in there and sell yourself out uh, like you're on a different level. Come in there at the same level, but give the respect where the respects do. So again, you know, that was great. I want to get into uh, I want to get into how we met Keone Mari or how did we get with Keone Mari? Because this this is a terribly embarrassing story, but we have to say because we're doing we're doing a podcast. Um, so we're transitioning outside of the qualifier round. We now did the qualifier round. 
you know, we worked on it with late twins. You know, we, you know, we were there every step of the way with them. They killed their choreography. We did ours, you know, uh, fiction killed his. And the way it all kind of balanced out is, you know, late twins were first fiction were second was second one fiction. And we were like fourth or fifth. Like we were like, we were like just above the middle of the pack and um, of the people who made it through. So now we got to select the next competitor because you got a duel. And the way it works is if you're top person, you get to pick who you want from the rest of the pack. Second, you get to pick who you want. Third. And the way it shaped out was we had the last pick. So we weren't the people getting picked. We were picking. And who was left was um, uh, Quick Style, which is a great group uh, from Norway. Super yeah, talented a trio, individuals. A hip-hop trio. trio. Oof, awesome. Mm-hmm. And there was uh, DNA. And there was Keone Amari. Now, yeah. how Keone Amari hoodwinked everybody with their warm-up first routine is beyond me. Like, they got an 85. We had, like, an 87 or, or an 86.7, something there. So, so we, again, I don't know much about anybody. Yeah, I actually didn't know too much about Keone Amari either. Like, I didn't really see much of them on World of Dance, like, personally. Um, but We yeah, learned they- very quickly. We learned very quickly who they were. <laughs> and we almost, le- we almost learned to our own detriment. And here's what happened. So basically, we're going back and forth. We don't really know who to pick. This is all happening last second. So like, all right, cool. The way it is, you know, who are your three options? And I'm, you know, I'm thinking we got to write down a list. And I guess because we weren't very wise at the time, we had Keone Amari first on our list to pick. I, again, as embarrassing as this sounds, we really, really had Keone Amari first on our list. And we just saw the routine and, and, and they were an older couple and we've been dancing against grown individuals and, you know, whatever our terrible reasoning was. That's who we had. And it just so happens that those are three left. We have Keone Mari DNA and, uh, and Quickstyle. And uh, Jenna Dewan comes out and, uh, you know, the camera's coming to us. And right before that happens, thankfully, Laurent comes by and gives me a little nudge and is like, yo, you know, who, do you, who are you guys picking? And I'm like, man, I don't really know, dude. But like, you know, I'm thinking Keone and Mari. That's what, that's what we wrote to the producers. And he was like made a walk and he just froze. And I was like, are you serious? And I'm like, based off his tone, I'm like, should I not be? He looks around. He's like, who's left? I'm like, it's, it's Keone and Mari. It's, 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 it's DNA and it's quick style. He looks around the room and he goes, pick DNA, pick, pick DNA, just pick DNA. I, and I was like, you sure? He's like, I don't want to talk about it anymore. I don't, you can't embarrass me like this, but pick DNA. You know, Laurent. Laurent's like very, he's like, don't waste my time with stupidity. You're picking DNA. And I didn't argue with the man. I was like, all right, we're, all right. We're, let's, then, yeah, Jenna DNA came around and then she was just like, so who are you guys picking? And we both looked at each other and we were like, we're picking DNA. <laughs> and it was literally like a, it was like a 40 second like time bef- before he, it just so happens he walked by before the camera came on to us. Because again, you send to the producers who you want, but you got to say it on camera. So, so we said DNA and we want to give a huge thank you to Lay Twins for saving our bacon because Keone and Mari walked out in that duels round with the phone routine and both gentlemen and myself were watching it, you know, off, off the screen with the cameras in our faces. And we both cried. Like, I don't know why they didn't, you know, air that part, air that shot, but we had tears in our eyes. Like it was one of the best routines we've ever seen. Uh, and, and we basically like studied that routine time and time again afterwards, because it was a masterclass on it how was, to it was tell nominated a story. for like an Emmy, right? My dude, we would have gotten rocked like a, like a, like a bag of coals. Like, I don't even know what to tell you. Like, oh my it was, gosh, yeah, that was an incredible routine. Like they really killed that one. It was a masterclass on how to be dynamic and no, sorry, how to be 
effective storytellers without being dynamics, which is literally yeah. the, the class. I, I don't think take. anybody, ex- well, at least us, like we did not expect that from them. <laughs> so that's why when we say earlier, we learned very quickly about Keone Mari, man, we got a masterclass on Keone Mari and thank God that that masterclass wasn't done at our expense. So we're now moving over to the duels. And the question is, how is it battling DNA? Well, we just said how close we were to not battling DNA. But when we did battle DNA, remember earlier on when we said we had You Don't Know Me and we had Slip. And those were the two routines we had prepared. Well, there's a reason why Slip wasn't chosen. It's because the music went over and essentially something happened and we didn't have Slip anymore. But we did have one week until the duels. So they come at us, uh, and they being the producers of the TV show, Say, yo, here's what's up. You know the song, Don't Let Me Down? Well, don't let us down because that's what you guys are doing. And you guys got five or six days to figure it out. So we had a whole different choreography. Everything else was in one set. And we just had to do a U-turn again and figure out a whole new choreography. So we had five days to figure out how we're going to battle DNA. Five days yeah, before we and go And I did TV. not like that song. Like, we both weren't really on the same page for that routine because no. Luca had some sort of feeling about it and he was very motivated by that song. And um, I just didn't like the song at all. And I was like, you know what? Like, why did they give us this song? Like, we need to choose a different one. I don't really like this one, but we can't get another one because we have to perform in a week. And I was just really stressed out about the whole um, timing of it all because it just got switched on us so quickly. And yeah, there was was just a lot of convincing that needed to be done by Luca for me to uh, get on that stage and perform that routine because it was, yeah, it was just a very stressful experience overall for that. Yeah, that was, that was a tough one. But again, you know, there was no time for second guessing. Like we went into the choreography, you know, lab and, you know, we came up with that first section, boom, crashing, hit a wall, whatever that was. And Jenna didn't like it. And I was like, all right, well, what else do you have for us to do? And she didn't come up with anything. So we're like, all right, well, that's what it is because we got three days until this thing is going on TV. So it was super stressful. And at the same time, DNA were nailing their performances. Like DNA, which is a, a, a dance couple. They're a dance couple just like we are. They're ballroom dancers. They're more conventional ballroom dancers than we are, but they do have lifts and tricks. So there was a direct comparison there. The big difference was they're a married couple for a very long time have been dancing for a very long time that's style of dance and we were brand new young not even really supposed to be in the uppers division based off jenna's age so there was a huge difference there but at the end of the day we we're going head to head so they're nailing every single rehearsal like we're watching these guys like it looks like they've been dancing that routine for seven years like every single rehearsal was perfect and uh, we're figuring out the choreography as we go along so it was a stressful thing and uh, I think we were 0 for 7 in rehearsals there. Yeah, so well, DNA we had to learn all these different tricks, all these new tricks that we really wanted to, like, get out there. And when we had to learn all these tricks, like, we weren't getting them right away. No, we really weren't getting them right away. Like, the head spin. Like, at like, all. Like, when Jenna Dewan, like, on the, on the actual live show, like, that aired, was like, if they nail this head spin, like, it was really... <laughs> Like if they nail this head spin, because it was the two things are two things you got to understand when you walk in through that tunnel on that big stage, a, it's a circular stage. I've never danced on a circular stage. Ballroom is a big, huge rectangle. Second of all, there's no lights. Like the lights are made for it to look good on TV. The lights are not made for you to be able to find front when spinning with the human on your head and you can't spot. 
So there's like a huge difference there. So I we would not hit front. Jenna would be teetering off, forgetting the choreo because we just made it the last night. Like it was terrible. So DNA never saw us actually do the choreography good. Yeah, no, every rehearsal we would either mess a trick up or forget a portion of the choreography. And then DNA just killed the routine every single time. And I feel like that sort of made us nervous every rehearsal because they kept killing their routine and then we just kept not killing ours and it was like Absolutely two more days not. left until until um until the performance day so it's, it's crazy i don't recommend anyone going down this route and again we didn't have another option but uh, it's a very stressful thing when you know that you know you're gonna you're gonna basically go for round two and you're not ready so anyway so we end up going into it and we selected to go first really selfishly i selected to go first because Jenlyn's pretty cool she can watch other people perform like it's it's really hard to phase her especially at that time though like i i wanted to get the job done keep jenna alive and boom let's move on to the next and let's watch them do whatever they had to do we didn't have we had that luxury of choosing i said let's go first especially because we don't even know if the routine's going to work so we do go first the live show does happen we go on stage, we see Jenna, uh, you know, we say goodbye to Jenna Dewan. Uh, we go on stage, there's Derek Cuff, there's Neo, there's JLo. And, uh, you know, they're like, oh, you know, you hear like, oh, this is a good matchup. And we're like, man, oh man, let's just, let's just nail it. And we go through the, the first move, we go through the choreo. There's like a clap happening from the audience and it made its way on live. And like, it just had a, like a, a feel, or as, the, as people today would say, the vibes of what was... Uh, like really happening. So it was a great, great feeling. And we go into that head spin. Boom, I let her go. I feel like she was on my head for seven years. But uh, I pop her off. And as we go into that, we, we basically loop the trick. So we have a trick into a dip with no uh, transition. And once you go into that dip, I literally look straight at Jennifer Lopez. And because I'm not looking at the camera or at the rear, I'm looking at JLo. I knew that we did the thing good. And uh, and we nailed it. Like we straight up nailed it. Got a standing O. Yeah. Only there time we did so it correctly. There was so much energy in that room. Like in that one room with Jennifer Lopez, Neo, Derek Huff, like, and all of those people. Like it was a crazy type of energy that we've never experienced before. And I think that's what made us kill our routine. Like, like we nailed it. Yeah. We nailed it. And, and again, especially if that's one week of preparation, like generally routines take months to put together or especially whatever the case may like be. That. Yeah, because we, you know, we really like this wasn't like, oh, yeah, we could do the head spin. Like, we're, no, 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 no. We were like throwing in the head spin to like two days before because we we're like, we got to make this thing crazier. So anyway, that happens. We nail it. We walk off stage. We give DNA the high five or the, the, the shake, whichever one of those two happened. And they go on. And again, we've, you know, we're like, all right, well, we did our best. They're going to nail the routine and it's going to be a, you know, do you guys like this or that? And, uh, you know, uh, Dennis, you know, part of DNA is Dennis and Antonina. He comes in and he does this double spin, which is nasty. And he, again, we've watched him nail it every time, every single time. And he just gives it a little slip. And from there, it was just, once you give a little slip early, it's, it's really hard to, to kind of get your foot underneath you. Yeah, and it was and, right at uh, the beginning too, right? It was the first move. It was dump, 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 boom. And it was a little slip. So it was tough. We kind of switched roles there and 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 they had a tough performance there. Uh, you know, now they you know, still people killed ask, the rest you know, of the routine. It was just that. No, they nailed it. It was just, yeah, but but we nailed everyone and they nailed 90% of theirs. And people ask, you know, you know, do you think your guys' performance had anything to do? I have no idea. That, that you know, that's not really the point. But at the end of the day, you know, 
what we learned when almost picking Keone Amari was don't you dare ever underestimate anybody. Don't yeah. you dare underestimate anybody. What okay. we learned, though, in that duel is don't you dare underestimate anybody, even yourself. So we believed in ourselves. We did it, and it ended up working out. And when, uh, <laughs> when Derek said it was a super clutch routine, I have a feeling that the producers are in his ear being like, there's, there's a 50% chance this whole thing just comes crashing down. And, and it did. So, so Jenna touched on this early, but we, make it, we basically make it through that round. Uh, you know, I think Jabberwockies either something happened with Jabberwockies. They didn't make it. So at this point, we made it past Jabberwockies. We're like on cloud nine. Like, what's going on here? It's us, Lake Twins, yeah, Kirby, we Amari. Yeah, so confused when that happened. Yeah, we can, we can have a whole conversation on that another time. I, I still have my opinions on that. But anyway, yeah. uh, we made it pretty far now. We're like in the top five, and we're looking around, and there's two spots left. So, you know, we're like, well, is it going to be us and Keone Amari? Oof. Austin Lane Twins? Oof. Austin, you know what I mean? So we were like, all right, cool. We were already so, happy with how far we've already gotten. But at the same time, we're like, let's go, let's go do something even crazier. So um, we, we called in, uh, you know, we called in, we had another week or two to come up with a whole brand new routine again, like literally right off of uh, what we just did. And, uh, and we basically, at that point we were like, all right, we need some help here because like, we just, we just did everything we could in the last one. So we actually uh, called over and hired a, 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 a world cabaret champion. Like this man name is Craig Smith, unbelievable guy. And when it comes to lifts and tricks, you know, I've learned a lot from him and we were like, yo, we got six days seven days. we got to do this again. Here's what we've done so far. So we can't use any of that because that's already been seen. So what can we do? And it was a really uh, quick turnaround turnaround. So he gave us like 15 tricks and so each trick tricks. should take like each trick should take somewhere between three and six months. Like realistically, that's kind of what you're looking at. And we had six days and we would just practice the tricks all in, all in, all in, all in every day. And, uh, Again, another performance that never worked until the show. And you know what? We did it and we nailed all the tricks. And, you know, was it a very trick heavy routine? You best believe yes. it. But uh, again, those are the resources we have. Like we didn't know the people we know now. We didn't know about the different styles of dance we know now. We didn't, we weren't who we are now. Like would we have loved to tag current Luke and Gentleman in and rock that third one with a shallow or an unsteady or some contemporary or something. Of course, yes. We would have made everyone's you know, decision a lot more difficult. Would we have even made it to the next round? I don't know. But we, we can't do that, obviously. We're not time travelers like the uh, Simpson writers. So, um, you know, so, so we, we had to go with what we had, which was cabaret and dance. And, and we did our best. And, you know, uh, the judges didn't really like that one as much, even though the crowd loved it. And like yeah. Twins loved it. Everyone loved it, but, uh, you know, they, they didn't like it. And, and that was our last one. But again, because we made it so far there to the top five, it just felt like it was a huge family. And we were just, we just learned so much from that first show to the last one. Like, I can't even explain yeah. it. Like, we weren't even that, well, okay, we were a little upset that we didn't get through. But you were, like, we were very, like, we yeah, were, we were pretty upset that broken. we didn't go through. But like, then again, we were going up against Keone and Mari fiction and late Twins. So what were we really expecting? <laughs> and again, with fiction, it was cool because like we came in at the same round. We kind of left, you know, us, him, and I guess Passion got eliminated on the same round. Yeah. And then we just wished that, you know, we wished Keone and Mario and Lay Twins the best. Uh, and, and it's ruthless. Like once you get bounced, boom, you're out of there. Like, like yeah, like the next day. Out of here. Gone. Like they, they, they wanted the basic. From, you go from 
living with these people in a hotel for about two months to like almost never seeing them really again. And it just, it just kind of sucked. Like we just, we were really sad because we, we really got to make these really close connections with these people. And then we just had to like leave the next day because we were eliminated. And it, it's like, even though we're still in connection with some of them now, um, it was, it was a really great experience overall. And I think we would, we would do anything to get that, that experience back again. Well, it was, it was crazy, right? Like, I mean, it, it was nuts because, uh, and again, we have a great relationship with Lay Twins. We still message on a, on a, you know, on a, you know, I'm not messaging him every day asking, you know, what he ate for breakfast, but, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, we still keep in contact fiction, the same thing, you know, Kyoni and Mari, you know, they're super busy. They got a bunch of things happening. We've reached out to them a couple of times. They've hit us back. Uh, we still keep in contact with them, you know, and then even with, you know, super crew, with uh, you know, with uh, uh, Eva Igo, with uh, you know the sisters, uh, Mahasvich sisters. Let me say the full name, Luca. Come on, uh, and uh, Diana Pombo. Like those are people we ended up going on tour with, yeah. like literally four or five months later. And that is what we're going to touch on in the next episode. But um, that whole experience, which was crazy, and a bunch of different stories. Some of them we'll share. Some of them I'm not sure if we can. But basically, so. <laughs> Without further ado, guys, that is this episode of Opposites Attract. We were able to touch on a bunch of different things that happened in our first season of World of Dance. And again, we appreciate the questions on our Instagram Live. We take those and we turn them into podcasts. If you guys listen to this episode and you want more information about season one, you want to know how it was, what were the flights like, were we having any fights, what happened? Let us know, hit us up, and we'll drop it into our next episode. The next episode, we got a couple of special guests coming on in a few episodes. I don't want to name drop too much. But we're also going to be touching on how is that tour going city to city to city to city to city to city with the super crews of the world, with the D- Diana Pombos, with the Eva Igos, and all those people who are on that tour. Shout out to the Electrobots. And without any ado, because I love saying that, even though it makes no sense. <laughs> my name is Luca Wolf. I'm joined by my beautiful co-host, partner, and girlfriend, Jenilyn. And this was Opposites Whoa. Attract. What? 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 Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Luca. And I'm Jenilyn. And it's Opposites Attract. Opposites Attract. Man, we chillin' in the back. Chillin', chillin', chillin'. We do sides of a coin from a pot, but we join. When we come together, man, you know our hearts are attached. It's an Opposites Attract. Opposites Attract. We just chillin' in the back. Chillin', chillin', chillin'. We do sides of a coin from a pot, when we join. When we come together, man, you know our hearts are attached. Man, it's Opposites Attract. Opposites Attract. Man, we chillin' in the back. Chillin', chillin', chillin'. We do sides of a coin from a pot, but we join. When we come together, man, you know our hearts are Attached, it's an opposite attract. It's attract.